0: This is World Lutheran News Digest, an audio news magazine bringing you a look at significant events in worldwide Lutheranism. WLN Digest is produced through the facilities of Worldwide KFUO, a broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Today on World Lutheran News Digest... I'm World Lutheran
1: News Digest host Kip Allen. The midterm elections are less than two weeks away. As citizens and Christians, voting is our duty. Last month, a group of faith-based organizations sponsored the Values Voter Summit. Speakers and workshops addressed the issues of concern to the religious community that are at stake in this election. Issues include bedrock values of traditional marriage, religious liberty, sanctity of life, and limited government. Speakers included Vice President Mike Pence, cabinet secretaries, ambassadors, authors, pundits, and members of Congress. FRC Action is one of the organizers of the event. I speak with its executive director, Brent Kylan, on today's World Lutheran News Digest.
0: And now, today's Fast Track.
1: A volunteer chaplain for the Shreveport, Louisiana Police Department is fighting back after the Freedom From Religion Foundation called for an end to department prayer vigils as well as the voluntary chaplaincy program. Wisconsin-based Freedom From Religion Foundation sent a letter to the police chief in Shreveport objecting to the prayer vigils, saying that the department could not promote, participate, or provide funding for anything that had to do with public prayer. In addition, the organization said that the chaplaincy program, which has been around for about 17 years, extended beyond the department's scope of practice and should be disbanded. Kelly, who's been a volunteer with the department for about a year, went on to explain that the Pastures on Patrol, that's the volunteer chaplaincy program, works within the police department as chaplains for the department. She said the program does not receive any type of government funding outside of uniforms and identification for the volunteers. The Food and Drug Administration is investigating a new website that advertises mail order abortion drugs to women of the United States. This, is according to a new report. Life News reported about the pro abortion website Aid Access at the end of last week. It was set up by the same abortion activist to run Women on Web. That's a Netherlands based abortion group that ships abortion drugs to women across the world, often illegally. On Sunday, the Food and Drug Administration announced that it is investigating the website because one of two abortion drugs typically used to abort unborn babies may not be sold over the internet in the United States. The New Jersey Assembly has voted down an assisted suicide bill three times to date, the last time by only one vote. There have been changes in membership since the last election, but strong opposition remains. Mary Tacy of the New Jersey Right to Life Committee warns the Assembly bill is dangerous and a recipe for elder abuse, such as allowing a family member or caregiver to obtain the lethal drugs and to convince the patient to consume them. The Assembly may vote on the bill next Monday, so state residents are being asked to contact the lawmakers in both houses to oppose that measure. The New Jersey Senate has yet to vote. The law would put New Jersey in a position to mirror other states where assisted suicide is legal, including Oregon and California. Since its grand opening nearly a year ago, the Museum of the Bible has exhibited five fragments from the storied Dead Sea Scrolls, that's the ancient parchment fragments discovered 70 years ago in a desert cave. But on Monday, the museum acknowledged that the five fragments it had on display were forgeries. They were taken down several weeks ago and replaced the three other fragments that don't have the same anomalies. The museum had long suspected the fragments may be forged, and a sign accompanying the exhibit said that scholars had raised questions about their authenticity. World Lutheran News Digest will be back right after these messages.
2: Hi, I'm Pastor Ted Lesh, pastor at Chapel of the Cross Lutheran Church in North St. Louis County, inviting you to listen to our KFUO radio worship broadcasts on Sunday evenings at 6 o'clock. Active worship, preaching, music, and singing are part of every one of our services at chapel. Join us Sunday nights at 6 It's one more broadcast worship opportunity for you from your friends at Chapel of the Cross and KFUO Radio.
0: Listening to Worldwide KFUO on the go with your smartphone doesn't mean you have to walk around with earbuds all day. You can Bluetooth across the room to a speaker system in your home or listen on radios that have built-in smartphone cradles. There are many easy ways to listen to WorldwideKFUO.org on the air, online, and on demand. We proclaim the clear gospel message of Christ crucified for our sins. The messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.
2: Hi, I'm Pastor Matt Youngblood-Clark from Ascension Lutheran in St. Louis.
0: And I am Pastor Jolly John Lukomsky from St. Paul's in New Athens and Trinity in Darmstadt, and we welcome you to listen to Wrestling with the Basics.
2: Matt, Matt, Matt let go of me, man. No, no, it's not real wrestling. We're just talking about Bible issues. No. Oh,
0: 905 Saturday mornings, 8.50 a.m. KFUO.
1: This is World Lutheran News Digest. I'm World Lutheran News Digest host Kip Allen. My guest today is Mr. Brent Kylan, who is the executive director of FRC Action, and we're going to be talking about the recent Values Voters Summit. Mr. Kylan, welcome to the program.
2: Kip, thank you so much. Great to be with you today. Can
1: you tell me a bit about yourself and about FRC Action?
2: Yeah, so we uh we are the uh the legislative affiliate of Family Research Council. We're based in Washington D.C. and uh, our our motto is faith, family and freedom. Um our our core issues that we're working on are are uh when it comes to matters of public policy and and even elections, we want to see a culture where all human life is valued. We want to see a uh, a culture where uh religious liberty thrives and uh and family values and uh, we do that through a, a couple of, uh, of key areas, uh, public policy, as I mentioned earlier, also with a grassroots action and then uh, and getting people out to, to vote and, uh, and impacting uh, elections.
1: Sir, the uh, Lutheran Church Missouri Synod recognizes the concept of the, uh, of the two kingdoms the right hand kingdom, being the kingdom of the Spirit, the kingdom of the church, and the left hand kingdom, the kingdom of the earth, of the, of the temporal powers. And we believe that we are uh, mandated by God that we have to take part to, to participate in our own kingdom here on earth. Mm-hmm. Now, we do have an election coming up. And uh, last month you had what was called the Values of Voter Summit with a very impressive list of uh, speakers. And I think if, if I understand it, what you did was you sat down and discussed what are the issues that are facing Christians and people of faith going into the selection cycle?
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there's some big ones. Uh, I'll, I'll cover a, a few of the main ones, uh, a, a few of our themes um here uh but uh it it uh, it is a, a very significant election coming up on on November 6th uh one phrase that was used at the values voter summit by one of our speakers is this is a, a direction election this is uh, going to have a big impact on the the direction our country goes in in so many ways but uh but one of the top issues that came up was the courts and um the the whole issue of judicial activism is something with with our supporters that uh, they're they're very concerned about uh, kib. um you know we've we've had so many issues where um the the courts have imposed their will, uh, oftentimes actually overruling votes of the people or the state elected uh, elected bodies where so we have uh, unelected officials really imposing their, their will on the American people, that's a big concern. And so the, the courts was a big issue, particularly the Supreme Court. Um, the, the The Supreme Court has gotten most of the attention with Neil Gorsuch and now Brett Kavanaugh, and in many ways their decisions are going to impact all of us. But also uh, the, the other parts of the judiciary. Um, a lot of people uh, aren't aware that uh, there have been over 80 federal judges uh, nominated and confirmed over the past couple of years uh, and every single one of those is important so so uh, the courts is a big one a uh, second one that we talked a lot about at uh, values Voter summit is religious liberty this is an issue that's uh, very important to our supporters and the, and the people at the summit and uh, and going into election day um, we, uh, we've seen through polling with uh, pollster George Barna that this issue is actually picking up for uh, for uh, social conservatives, values voters, people of faith, as far as how much it actually impacts their their um, voting and uh, whether or not they'll vote. This is becoming more and more influential. Uh, it's a big deal because we, we see more and more cases like this. We had people at Values Voter Summit who uh, have firsthand accounts of being targeted because of their faith. Uh, this year and in previous years, we've had people like uh, Baronel Stutchman, who's the, the florist um, out in the state of Washington, who um, is, uh, is being sued because she didn't want to use her talents to, uh, to, to participate in a c- uh, ceremony wedding ceremony that, that violated her religious beliefs, uh, she was happy to serve anybody and did that. She just didn't want to actually participate in that wedding ceremony. Uh, she's now being sued for her personal and business assets. Um, this is a seven-year-old grandma who's been in that community a long time. Uh, people are concerned about things like that. We have that the, uh, the recent Jack Phillips decision where he had to go all the way to the Supreme Court. Uh, to, to to fight for what he believed in and, and his religious freedom, um, Kelvin Cochran, the the fire chief, we just recently had a uh, a decision down there, um, but uh, a lot of similar issues. So religious liberty is a big one, and then the last one um, that I wanted to highlight um, that uh, was very significant was uh, was the life issue, and that's such a fundamental issue. Um, protecting the, you know, the unborn. If, if we don't have the right to life, we don't have any of the other rights. And, um, a lot of our people are, are very concerned about that. Um, there are a number of ways that's, that's working itself out in the, the legislatures and in Congress right now. But, um, particularly, uh, with the pain capable Unborn Child Protection Act, that's a, that's a federal bill that's been voted on, uh, in both the House and the Senate. Um, uh, and it, it would, Uh, protect unborn children after five months when science tells us that they can feel pain. So that, that's a big issue. And then the Hyde Amendment, which protects taxpayer dollars from being used to fund, uh, abortion. Um, that the, uh, Democrat party platform unfortunately calls for the repeal of that. Um, so trying to raise awareness and say, you know, our taxpayer dollars should not be used for things like that.
1: One other issue I think very close to, closely related to judicial activism is uh bureaucratic activism Now we've seen mm-hmm. the you know, we've seen the cases of uh, as you mentioned uh, jack phillips uh L. Stutzman, and actually in the news today well uh Erin uh, and Melissa Klein are back in the news they're uh, mm-hmm. appealing to the Supreme Court where these people were discriminated against for their religious beliefs not by a court but by unelected bureaucrats
2: yes. And I think that is such a, a, a good point, Kip. Um, like you mentioned, uh, even even with declines there, and we're seeing it in the, in the arena of religious uh, liberty, but also some other uh, areas as well. And um, unelected uh, unelected bureaucrats really trying to impose their will. And I think we need to get back to as a country, you know, law and order, people following the rules. People are very concerned about. Um, at, at many different levels, the, the, the Constitution just isn't being respected. And proper constitutional limits, constitutional authorities, whether it be judges or, or other roles of government, uh, people, uh, people aren't doing that. And that's a big concern to a lot of people I'm talking to.
1: How can Christian voters find out how the people who are up for election this year stand on these important issues?
2: Well, you know, one thing they can do. I, uh, we we provide some resources as far as voter guides. Um, would would love to have people uh, check out our webpage. It's frcaction.org dot org slash vote. Um, and we do cover. Um, we have some printout guides for for key races, and then we also have um, a, a national online guide. It's called I Voter Guide. But you can find it all there. Um, you can also find uh, voting. Information there, you know, polling locations, deadlines, absentee things like that. But uh, uh, other places you can do is, is just check with your, uh, you know, your local uh, uh, elected officials on on the deadlines and and uh, specific voting questions. But our goal really is to inform on our voter guides. We are covering these questions. We're asking candidates these types of questions. Where are you at on on life? Where are you at on you know funding for for Planned Parenthood with taxpayer dollars? Where are you at on uh, you know, religious liberty and protecting people like that. So um, you can find those voter guides uh, uh, at, again, frcaction.org slash vote.
1: You have a very impressive uh, list of speakers who appeared at the uh, Values Voter Summit. Could you uh, mention some of them?
2: Absolutely. Uh, so we had uh, Vice President Mike Pence who gave uh, just an incredible... Uh, speech, uh, really picking up on our theme this fall leading up to Election Day. Our theme is uh, Pray, Vote, Stand, uh, and we're asking people to do those three things. Um, voting is so important. We need every single person to vote, but it's not just that. We need people to, to also pray for the country um, and uh, and stand for, for truth, stand for the values that we all care about, and those are things that uh, take place every day, not just uh, one day every, every uh, election year. Um, so uh, he had an incredible speech. We had Mike Pompeo, Secretary of State, who uh, who shared some things with us, uh, uh, Ben Carson, um, Dana uh, Lash with the, uh, with the NRA. Um, just a, a really impressive lineup. We had a, a number of people running for office who were able to share um, what it was that actually caused them to take plunge. You know, for for you and me and the people listening in, you know, um there are a lot of questions and, and 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 things we ask ourselves can i actually make a difference or am i cut out or uh, to to run for office or do i really have uh, what it takes to make an impact on these values even if i care about them we had people talking about that specifically we uh yeah we had uh sam brownback who is the the uh international ambassador for religious freedom for the united states right now um doing an incredible job who uh who also shared their um, a lot of uh, a lot of great perspectives on uh, what what's going on in the country right now. In and, and these videos, you can find um, uh, on our our YouTube channel, FRC Action. You go to our, our YouTube page; those will be there if you'd like to look those up. But um, you know, with all the the news and, and uh, even the fake news, uh, it, it is hard sometimes to, to to get a good read on what's going on really in Washington and, and in our culture behind the scenes. And so we had people speaking to that, and then also what people can, can do to be involved. And, uh, yeah, we were really excited about a really a, a first-rate, uh, awesome lineup of speakers this year.
1: Well, you mentioned uh, Ambassador Brownback. Uh, now, the United States, and, of course, Secretary Pompeo as well. Uh, one of the things that the current administration has been able to do has been to secure a number of uh, prisoners of conscience, And I think that's a vital issue for for us. Uh, One of the things that we are doing now is to starting to uh, put the concept of religious liberty as part of our foreign policy.
2: Yes. Yes, which is so important. And that's one thing um, that that we don't think about uh, a lot of times, but because of the the role uh, America does play in the world, in its position of leadership, what we do on uh, religious liberty here as a country, even as it relates to uh, domestic issues, you know, like the the Klein's and the Baron judgments, the the world does notice that. The world notices, uh, and in 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 many ways, even follows uh, America's lead. So we need to be strong on that domestically, but then also focus on it internationally. As you said, with these uh, situations like uh, Andrew Brunson, uh, what an incredible story. Uh, a lot of people were praying for him um, and uh, didn't know what would happen. But uh, uh, just over a week ago, that you know, the Turkish government uh, did let him go. Um, uh, that, uh, uh, the, the, the Trump administration deserves a lot of credit for, for what they did to, to push for his release um, and, and other people, uh, people of faith, prisoners of, of conscience, as well. And uh, I, I think Ambassador Brownback has done such a good job, um, as you mentioned, saying, "Hey, when when we're uh, working with other governments, when we're uh, crafting our foreign policy, we need to do what we can." to stand for the human rights of everybody around the world and their freedom to believe. Um, Everybody should have the ability to make their choice what they what they believe about their faith and uh, and it's good to see so much progress happening there.
1: Yeah Ambassador Brownbuck uh, is part of the uh, U.S. Commission on International Religious uh, Freedom uh, which was created by Congress back in 1998 I believe. It is an official branch of the government now and uh, they issue their reports every year and report to directly to the congress the state department and the president so it's something that is uh definitely of of importance as far as we are concerned it uh especially now i think the uh, there there's been more of an emphasis on it than there has been in the past
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there there has been i think which has been refreshing you know um with uh with the administration's focus on this and um uh, due in large part to to leadership of people like, uh, Sam Brownback and, and Mike Pompeo, um, these stories, uh, are getting a lot more coverage, which is good to see. Um, our president here at Family Research Council, Tony Perkins, is, uh, a member of the USERF, the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom. And, uh, they, the, the whole commission is doing a great job of really shining light on what's happening internationally and then you know we're possible encouraging countries to to do the right thing and uh, to, to give everybody that that freedom you know that, that, that God give them freedom to, to make the choice when it comes to, to matters of their faith.
1: We've got a lot going on. Uh, this is going to be an interesting year. Uh, this is not the first Values Voter summit. Have you seen an increase or a decrease in enthusiasm or, uh, or optimism or pessimism?
2: you know um this year uh we we actually had an increase in enthusiasm over uh over last year we've been going for over over 10 years now and one of the issues that really was firing people up was the whole whole um, uh, Supreme Court situation with, with Brett Kavanaugh. People uh, we were talking to at the summit, I uh, heard over and over again, were, were very concerned that um, there was kind of a, a new standard, if you will, that was trying, uh, th- there was an attempt to, to impose it um, that would get rid of the assumption of innocent until proven guilty. Um, they felt like there was a lot of uh, you know smears going on that just uh were not right and and so that issue uh was was uh was really big this year um giving uh a, a boost in enthusiasm for sure i mean there there was a really noticeable impact um by that. And again, you know, Supreme Court was already a big issue to values voters. We, we saw that in 2016 as one of the, the, the most important, possibly the most important single issue that, that motivated people to go to the polls, um, uh, in November of 2016. So with that issue, uh, coming up, uh, you know, as, as recently as it has, uh, we saw a lot of energy there, particularly on, on that front.
1: Well, one thing I've been observing on the news is that the uh, there's been a lot of citizen involvement on both sides of the issue, and uh, I think this is motivating a lot of people. I, I suspect, this is only my own opinion here, and I could be dead wrong, uh, I think that a lot of the excesses that are being done by, uh, by the left are actually motivating conservative voters to actually get involved.
2: Yeah, I think that's exactly right. We... Um, We actually have a a bus tour traveling the country. It launched at Values Voter Summit. It's going through the election, and and we're asking people to do the things I mentioned earlier, pray, vote, stand. But I've been on it with the tour several times. Uh, talking to people on the ground, and I'm hearing a lot of exactly what you're saying, Kip, is um, it really got people's attention, you know, uh, these types of tactics, people like that, that's not the America that I want, that's not the America I want for my family, for my kids, for, you know, for the future of our country, and a lot of people fired up uh, uh, about it, um, for sure, just have a a bunch of people that came up, Um, I was actually on the road right when the whole uh, confirmation process happened the day that uh, Kavanaugh was confirmed, and that issue, more than anything else, people were specifically coming up to us at our events and, and saying how big of a deal that was to them.
1: Basically, it's a call for fairness.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Fairness and, and civility, due process, and just making sure we continue to hold to that principle of, you know, uh, innocent till proven guilty and treating everybody equally under the law.
1: And we've got a lot of cases now that are going to be heard before the Supreme Court that bear directly on the issues of life, family, and uh, and uh, life, family, and religious liberty. And uh, we know that those are coming up. Uh, I, as we mentioned, that the uh, the clients now have offic- have been officially appealed to the uh, Supreme Court. Uh, it looks like Jack Phillips is headed back again. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole series of things going on. Yes, so,
2: yes. and these are going to be um, just uh, just potentially huge, you know, depending on how the Supreme Court rules for these, um, you know, Aaron and Molsey Klein are people that have come to our Senate. I, I've met them. I, I've met Jack Phillips face to face. And these are, you know, these aren't just cases about the Kleins or Jack. These are about all of us. These are about all of us and our ability to, to live out our beliefs uh, are sincerely held to beliefs uh, according to the dictates of our conscience, without having to fear government uh, punishment, like like they are like they are facing. And so, it's going to be a really th- this is a fundamental issue determining what kind of a, a country will be. And uh, that's why it's so important that people get out and and know where the candidates stand on these issues in November. And, uh, and, and support them because, uh, in many cases, the judges deciding new situations are being um, appointed or, or at least confirmed by the people that we elect.
1: We're coming up to the last minute of the program, sir, uh, and as you pointed out, it's uh, not just vitally important, we consider it in the Lutheran Church to be a duty to go out and to vote and to participate in the system. These are important issues that are coming up, and uh, mm-hmm. important people. Do you have any final thoughts?
2: No, uh, nothing, uh, nothing I haven't said already. I guess just to, to reinforce that, um, again, this is, I, I love that phrase, a, a directional election in 2018. Um, it's just going to be, uh, we, we are going to see... Um, uh, such uh, a, a huge impact on so many different different levels, uh, based off of you know who's in control of the House. Lots of close races there. Who's in control of the Senate? These state legislative races, uh, those get overlooked a lot of times. Those are are, are very important. Uh, so many bills uh, impacting life, religious liberty, family, uh, all of these things. So just uh, really want to encourage everybody. You, you will not regret taking the time to to get out, to vote, to vote your values, and, and taking people with you to, to do the same thing.
1: Mr. Brent Kylan, Executive Director of FRC Action, I want to thank you so much for being on the World Lutheran News Digest today.
2: Okay, thank you so much. Really appreciate the opportunity to be with you today.
1: World Lutheran News Digest may be heard every Wednesday at 2.30 p.m. and again at 9.30 a.m. Saturday Central Time on Worldwide KFUO. It may also be heard anytime, streaming online at kfuo.org. Join us again next Wednesday for another new edition of World Lutheran News Digest. I'm your host, Kip Allen.